Welcome to Let's Get Real, a podcast brought to you by Brittany Taylor, who shares reflections and experiences from her own unique life. General themes of the podcast thus far include natural pregnancy and healthy alternative living. The main aim of Brittany's shares is to speak from a place of open authenticity with a desire to inspire you to tap into and live more of your own unique truth, whatever that may look like for you. All are welcome here. It is an honor to be sharing in this journey together. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I'm really excited to jump into it with you. And before that, I just wanted to mention a couple of resources I have available on my website if you're interested and haven't checked them out yet. So there is a page on my website that is dedicated to answering a lot of the questions I get about pregnancy, birth, postpartum, uh, childcare. And also on that page, there are resources if you're interested in learning more about any of the topics that I mention. I'm just like continually adding to it with kind of like my favorite books and podcasts and articles that I've found to be really helpful in my own journey and exploration. Also at the bottom of that page, there's a link to check out or purchase the pregnancy photo gallery that I have available. So if you're interested in following along more of like visual element of my journey along the way, I've loved creating that. And I've been posting photo updates probably about every five weeks. So you can experience that as well. And that's all on my website. It's connorandbrittany.com slash pregnancy and birth. And just so you get the spelling right and the hyphens and all that, I've included that in the description box below for the show, the show notes box below. Hey, beautiful people. This is Brittany, and today I'm here with Bridget Wilit. Hi, Bridget. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually going to let you intro yourself a little bit, but Bridget is, I mean, to me, just like a really important human in my life. She's my partner. She's supported me just unconditionally throughout pregnancy and now postpartum and one of the ways that she supported me has been like with her amazing knowledge of herbs and um a lot of other cool things that basically I'm going to let her talk to you about but basically today's podcast is going to be about herbal support during pregnancy and postpartum and specifically talking about what we did as well during my pregnancy and postpartum yeah awesome yeah, so can you, if you guys can hear water noises, I don't know if you can hear that in the background, Connor's taking a shower bath with Ilya, so that's what's going on there, <laughs> and um, yeah, do you want to just start by sharing like a little bit about you in the sense of like what you're passionate about and love sharing with the world, especially yeah, in this realm? Totally. Um, I am a nutritional therapy practitioner, and I'm really crazy about uh, utilizing what is most natural for us or what we've been using as medicine for thousands of years and yeah I'm just really excited about herbs and how they support the body and hormones and minerals and during pregnancy those are all super important things so yeah just been kind of incorporating those things with you and it's been really fun and 
That's awesome. I imagine people may be curious about this, so I'll ask up front, and then I'll also include a link later on, but is this the type of thing that you would offer support for through your coaching as well? Yes, it is. For all of my clients, I offer very bio-individual protocols with herbal support, um, supplements, all the nutritional things. Yeah. Sweet. So if you find yourself wanting some badass support in these realms, um, check out Bridget's website. I'll put it in the show notes below. I feel like through you, I've been super inspired to incorporate more herbal medicine into my life. And I'm not talking about like psychedelics because that's what I think about when I hear people talk about plant medicine. Um, But you know, plants that are safe to consume while you're pregnant. (laughs) And I love when you talk about why they're so amazing. So could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Plants are one of my favorite things. I mean, they're, the, they're our oldest form of medicine, and minerals are the main reason I like using herbs. And minerals are the building blocks for bones, muscles, teeth, fluids, and during pregnancy, so many new fluids and processes are happening. And minerals are the cofactors to enzymes that control every reaction in the body. That's so badass just to hear that. Sorry, I just need to like take that in. As you've been saying that recently, I just like keep saying that. I'm like, whoa. Minerals are the cofactors to everything. Yeah, they're like the spark plugs of the body. They make sure everything's functioning properly. And during pregnancy, with all these changes happening, it's so important to make sure that the baby's getting what they need. And I think herbs and plants are one of the best ways to do that because they're so bioavailable for the body. Yeah, that's awesome. It's badass. And yeah, I've been so inspired hearing you talk about it and then experiencing them myself and then actually getting like more in touch with that world by like going on foraging walks with you yeah, and then going to other places to get herbs when they're not local and then making things out of them. We've made tinctures and oils and teas and infusions. And so, yeah, we're going to talk about all those things. Yeah. That's the cool thing about herbs too, is there's so many different forms to take them in and you can get them fresh, you can forage them, and you can also get them from awesome companies that source them locally and organically and dry them for you. And so I can talk about where to get those. Yeah, that well. would be awesome. Okay, do you want to talk first? Do you feel like you said everything just about like the big like the big idea of why herbs are important? Can we move on from that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because okay. we're going to talk about each of the herbs and why they're important, and I think that'll kind of add more to that. Okay, cool. So let's talk about the different forms that we just kind of mentioned and what they each are, like in terms of how one can consume these herbs. Yes, so tinctures are my favorite um, because they're, kind of like you mentioned earlier, earlier, very ceremonial. Yeah. I really like starting tinctures on a full moon um, and then pulling them on a new moon. So it's a six-week process. And I like to leave them out on the night of the full moon, uh, just to kind of soak up that moonlight energy. And then I store them away for six weeks and pull them on the new moon with an initiation ritual, which we got to do. Yeah, that was so like badass. six weeks before Ilya was born. Yeah, and have all these amazing tinctures. Yeah. So the process of making tinctures is really easy. One of my favorite ways to do them is getting dry herbs because they're the easiest to work with. Um, fresh herbs can sometimes be tricky and they're harder to have in abundance. Mountain Rose uh, Herbs is an organic company out of Oregon that I really like. They sell wholesale herbs really cheap 
and to make a concoction you basically do one-fourth of a 32 ounce mason jar so it's like one part herb to five parts menstruum and menstruum can be vegetable glycerin or it can be alcohol I really like using alcohol because it's a lot stronger um, it kind of pulls all of the volatiles out of the plant and yeah. so that's what we're really going for that's what we use for mine right straight up vodka yep so the higher the proof the better uh, Everclear is like what traditional herbalists use but I really like using like a really clean organic vodka and so it's usually like 80 proof and that's that's a great middle of the road yeah yeah cool okay yeah so like this is what I remember is when we were doing these we had like how many do we make like six or yeah, seven somewhere like around that. there so we filled the mason jars with the dry herbs not all the way some of them it felt like we filled all the way but you're saying like about a quarter quarter to a half okay yeah, quarter so. to a half mm -hmm. and then afterwards we put in the alcohol just like all the way to the top yep. sealed them you did a ceremony mm -hmm. and then you stored them in the dark yes for like six weeks six weeks until the full moon we took them out did another ceremony and then you strained them yep then you strain them so you can run them through a just like a wire strainer or a cheesecloth and they last for years uh, if they're stored properly in kind of a cool dark place. Um, I really like keeping them in mason jars, just kind of labeled with the date on them. Nice. And yeah. Yeah, and then so like for the ones we did, we have these big mason jars, which are like our refills. And then to take them daily, I've been taking them like in the morning and in the evening, we have small dropper bottles of like two ounce, mm -hmm. whatever, two ounce dropper bottles that are filled with them, which we just funneled the tincture into. And then most of the time I'm taking about like a dropper full of each one. Yeah, morning and evening. So those are tinctures. Yep, so tinctures are the strongest form of the herb that you can take. The next best would be an immersion, which is really cool. I like to do solar immersions. So it's basically like making tea. So you would fill about, a, you could do another 32 ounce mason jar with about a fourth a cup of the herb and feel, fill it with hot water and then leave it in the sun all day. Is that like an infusion? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Nice. So then you'll strain it and drink it and it's going to be really strong and have some awesome solar power going on. I love that. Okay, moving on to teas. You made me a lot of pregnancy teas. Yeah. Bridget would just come over on the reg or whenever I saw you. Pretty much every other time you'd have like this jar of dried herbs that smelled amazing. And... Yeah, I'd try to make the tea a tea or an infusion of it every day. And so basically, I mean, maybe you can explain what a tea is, even though I know most people probably know. Yeah, teas are super easy. There's so many different ways to make tea, but taking the fresh herb, you can do it in a French press, you can just do it in a mason jar with water and then strain it, you can put it in a tea bag, but you're basically just doing herb and water, and that's a basic tea. And so that's pretty easy to do know throughout the day um, yeah so like the tincture we would take twice a day it's a stronger thing where a tea you would just kind of sip throughout the day just kind of getting them in incremental incrementally <laughs> okay cool and then oils I know that's like kind of a little different but maybe you can talk about how it's different or similar but we also made some oils and that was more like well, I just keep thinking about the juniper oil that you made. Yeah. How amazing that was. Yeah. Herbs 
all of the herbs have a benefit topically too. Our skin is our largest organ, and so absorbing things through the skin is a great way to get in nutrients. And to make an oil that you would put on topically, you would just take also a mason jar. I like to do smaller mason jars just so, because that oil, yeah, it's a lot of oil to go through, oil, yeah, totally. for sure. So like a 16 ounce or eight ounce mason jar, and you'll fill the jar to the top with fresh or dried herb. This one we did harvest on the green belt, which mm. in Austin, we just went and picked some and filled the jar to the top. And then you'll fill the jar with an, a good quality oil, like a really good high quality virgin olive oil or almond oil or avocado oil, yeah. calendula oil, any oil that you like. And then you'll shake it daily and leave it in the sun for one to two weeks. And it's amazing. And it's full of all those nutrients. And then when you actually like were like the final product, would you strain that as well? Yes. So after the one or two weeks, um, you'll just strain the oil into jars that you can put on your body. And since we probably won't talk more about oils, and I imagine that sparked some interest for some people, could you just like name off a couple others that are just like... Like, I'm thinking right now, the juniper has been amazing, and for some reason, lavender comes to mind, but I don't know if you'd recommend that. Yeah, lavender is great. Um, comfrey as well, calendula. Um, I really like mint in the summer, like mm. doing like spearmints or peppermints, just yeah. because they're really cooling for the body. Um, I did also make a, a salve with creosote, which is a desert plant that's very healing for like bug bites, infections. Um, yeah. It, Almost every herb is like amazing yeah. to yeah. Cool. Make oils with. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Shall we move on to the ones that we did? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Some of them have really fun names. I was saying a lot <laughs> of them wrong. And then there's one that I like and I keep saying like I'm a lucky lady. <laughs> That's my favorite yeah, one. That one's fun to say. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about my favorite one first. Okay, let's name all the ones we did okay. and then so, do it. Okay. Okay. Um so we did nettle. And amalaki, amalaki, mallow, marshmallow, or marshmallow root, mm-hmm. motherwort, red raspberry, echinacea, shatavari, which I kind of want to call shatavari. Shatavari. And I just remembered as I saw a piece of your notes that we also made sitz baths. From, yeah, you made me sitz baths from these herbs too. So that's that was amazing postpartum. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I talk about, about that as well. Okay, cool. Let's talk about, let's break down the herbs and why they rock. Awesome. So yeah, my favorite one is nettle. Um, just because it's got a really high chlorophyll content. And the cool thing about that with pregnancy is that it helps carry extra iron to the blood cells. And extra blood is definitely needed during pregnancy. Yeah, totally. Um, and nettle also helps relieve pain during labor and... Um, increases lactation right on so that's why one of the reasons I actually stopped taking it recently is because I've been lactating too much yeah yeah I've had Mm -hmm. milk oversupply so I actually (laughs) stopped taking my nettle and red raspberry for a little while but that's neither here nor there or maybe it is maybe that's really helpful for you to know yeah cool and nettle is also one of the the herbs that are highest it has almost every single vitamin and mineral in it um yeah so it's, it's pretty great for everything cool yeah. So next, Amalaki. Yeah, I mean, Mama, you were mm-hmm. going through. You're going through a lot of changes, and keeping the immune system up is really important. So Amalaki is just like 
a super berry that's been used for thousands of years to support the immune system. It's packed full of vitamin C. So yeah, I chose that to just kind of keep your immunity up and yeah, help keep you feeling good. Amazing. Okay, mallow root, marshmallow root. Yes, so marshmallow root's awesome. It helps with nausea, which you... I was, yeah, during my first and third trimester, definitely experiencing some of. Yeah, it also really helps just like with digestion, moistening the lining of the gut. This Uh, is the one that's kind of like gelatinous, right? Like mm kind of goopy? Yeah, mucilaginous. Mucilaginous. Yeah, it's really good. Just, yeah, really moistens the lining of the gut helps helps digestion so it's kind of why we did that like it red raspberry is my favorite it's like the woman's amazing herb um helps balance hormones increase fertility strengthens and tones the uterine wall um yeah during pregnancy the uterus needs so many vitamins and minerals to function properly yes um and it also helps with lactation bring in breast milk so that's an awesome one yeah right on yeah and, yeah and it's a good one to take too for people who aren't pregnant like just for regulating their cycle right totally. and like for fertility in general yeah cool it's, it's i drink it all the time especially around my cycle and then what and as a tea you often mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and then what about for male-bodied people would you say that supports hormonal function as well absolutely i'm curious about that yeah and also red raspberry is just also packed full of a lot of vitamins and minerals, so um, I think it's good for any body. Cool. Okay. Yeah, motherwort. This one is really important. We didn't do it till postpartum, um, but it's really good to take immediately after birth because it keeps the body from hemorrhaging um, or helps avoid that and just like tightens the skin, and it's really good for just kind of relieving tension and stress in the body as well. So that's an awesome one to take throughout all postpartum. Yeah, I found it to be very grounding. Mm-hmm. And I like kept that in mind right after giving birth and felt it out like kind of was like, do I feel like I need this or not? And I wasn't feeling like there was any sort of issue with hemorrhaging coming up for me, but I was just so excited that we made the tincture and I felt like, cool, like being grounded sounds nice. I already felt pretty grounded. It sounds nice to just be like supporting my womb in this way. And so I, yeah, I took a dropper full, um, I'd probably like a half hour after, and then I've been taking it postpartum and really enjoy it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Echinacea. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Uh, similar to amalaki, it's just a super herb for the immune system, so kind of incorporated that in there as well. And yeah, cool. Shatavari's the next one, and that one is basically just to support the adrenals, keep everything functioning properly as the body's going through so many changes and stress, and yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's also an adaptogen, so um, you can't really take too much of it. So Cool, yeah. Yeah, and I guess I want to say as a side note to all of this, I don't know why I want to insert this here, but I feel like I have never been healthier. Mm. And I think a huge part of that is like all this herbal support because it's definitely the newest thing that's come into my life in terms of like health and especially with like consuming certain things for health. Yeah. And that's pretty amazing because postpartum, I think it's a time where people can be easily depleted, especially if they're doing too much. And 
I feel like I've been able to do just the right amount and have like an active lifestyle as it's felt good for me. And I think a big part of it is that, yeah, I do have all these extra minerals and vitamins and etc. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, minerals, I mean, they're the cofactors to everything. everything. So, <laughs> yeah, it's so good that we started doing them before and just like preparing the body and yeah, yeah, taking such good care of you know yourself and nutritionally and all the things covering yeah. all bases. And if people are want like if there are just like a couple others that we didn't do, but just like are there a few others that just come to mind that you would say these are also really awesome? Yeah, man, there's so, I mean, I imagine there's, there's a ton. so many good herbs. Uh, ashwagandha is another good one. Um, it's kind of similar to shatavari, so supporting the adrenals, the thyroid. Um, let's see. What about shepherd's purse? I feel like a lot of people yeah. talk about that. Is it kind of similar to motherwort? Similar yes, to, yeah. shepherd's purse and burdock are very similar to motherwort. Um, so going to be very grounding and just kind of help tighten everything up and yeah oat straw i feel like you put in some of my teas is that true i did yeah oat straw is also really good for the immune system and hormone balance so it's kind of like similar to red raspberry in a way and we did put that in the sits bath as well cool um, oh yeah. and then what did you put in my teas that make it just like made it just like a little sweet was it licorice or was it some no it was um oh what's that thing that i don't love fennel yeah is that right cool but I like it, just a little bit of it, and it made the teas, like, yeah, a little sweet and really enjoyable. Absolutely. And fennel's great because it helps with digestion, too, so it kind of helps the body uptake all these other minerals as well. So cool because herbs kind of work synergistically, and so, yeah, the more you take, kind of the better it is. I love that. Yeah, like the body is recognizing them more, and mm -hmm. yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Cool. Okay. Great. Tell me more things. Do you want to talk about sits baths? Yeah, I know we mentioned it a little bit, but um, yeah, I want to hear from you about sits baths and maybe I can give my mini intro on it, which is just saying that sits baths felt amazing for me postpartum. And I imagine that's true for just about anybody, especially people who have a vaginal delivery, because your vag just had a lot going on with it and like your anus and like the whole, your mm. whole area and for me like so a sits bath is just like a smaller amount of water with an herbal infusion in it basically yeah and you just sit in that for like I don't know 15 20 minutes whatever feels good and for me it was I think it was one of the things that really helped propel healing in that area yeah it's so awesome yeah sits baths are cool because they're just herbs and so you could use them I, I made up a bunch of little packets uh, for you yeah um so you could have used them as teas yeah or you could use them in your bath i mean the, the bath is basically just a big tea yeah that's a good point it yeah. was a tea for my genitals exactly and w the packs that bridget used were like these little like um reusable tea bags what's that material they're just a cotton a co yeah yeah so but. it's like with the little drawstring mm -hmm. if you're like wondering what that actually looked like yeah um yeah you can get them on amazon fill them up and use them as tea bags or put them in your bath yeah yeah and the blend we did was calendula comfrey chamomile oat straw and lavender and just like very relaxing and soothing herbs um also oat straw which we just talked about yeah. um is also very tightening and so mm. the whole point of a sits bath is to reduce inflammation in that area 
and to promote, to promote blood flow to the anus and the vagina and just like help ease discomfort yeah so totally sounds like that's what it did for it you. really did yeah it really did oh i just thought of something else you did for me is this a good time for me to talk about what you don't know what i'm about to talk about yeah okay bridget also made me um a per perineal spray i know some people say perineum or perineum or whatever however you like to say it Bridget made me a spray and an oil so I was using both of actually I was using the oil I think mostly in the last like month of pregnancy and then I was using the oil and the spray like on my perineum and a little bit around my vaginal opening and even on my anus a little bit and they were amazing yeah so could you tell me what you put in them if you remember the basic idea and also like what's the difference between the spray yeah, what was in the spray? I think we kind of talked about how to make an oil. Yeah, so they're exactly the same. I think it's just like the application that's different. The, the spray was just witch hazel and water um, with geranium frankincense and clary sage. And then the oil was those things and just an oil and a coconut oil. Got it. Okay, yeah. And so the oil it was probably easier for you to rub on. Yeah. And then maybe if you were tender down there, the spray was more so you could just like spray it down there touch myself yeah yeah i've also heard that women really like spraying it um on like a a pad and freezing it and kind of putting it down there for for cooling effect but i don't think you ever no i didn't i felt like i i've i heard that as well and Mm -hmm. then i also felt this instinctual thing which was that my body wanted warmth Mm -hmm. you know and like yeah it's just feeling like not i don't like cold things in general (laughs) so i was just feeling like yeah. yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I did like spray it on and then sometimes sit on my heating pad, nice. which felt nice. Maybe do some V steam? Yeah, some V steam. I started V steaming once I stopped bleeding, which was about a week after giving birth. Yeah, and the cool thing with the sits baths that we made is that you got to V steam with those yeah. as well. That was awesome. So, they're nailed yeah. it. Totally. We even had a little V steam party. Woo. We V steamed back to back. So good. It was great. Yeah. All right, what else we got? Maybe, I just kind of wanted to mention, you know, iron is super important. Um, and, you know, one cool thing that you did was keeping the placenta intact. Yeah. Um, because that's one-third of the baby's blood supply. Yeah. And helps get oxygen and iron to their body. And um, so iron is super important. We talked about nettle being kind of a main source of yeah. iron. And if you're on a plant-based diet, then you're not getting in much iron. So nettle is super awesome. And I just wanted to kind of talk about other foods that can help uh, increase iron production. Which yeah, is, please do. Yeah, tempeh is an awesome one. Yeah. Um, and then if you're not on a plant-based diet, organ meats are amazing. Uh, grass-fed beef. And then dark leafy greens. Molasses is one of my favorites. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, spirulina. And then all nuts and seeds have a good source of iron. And so those are incredible foods to incorporate throughout pregnancy and postpartum too and, i imagine yeah, totally cool yeah that makes a lot of sense um i read this amazing book i think it's called the first 40 or the first 40 days and it's kind of like a cookbook for postpartum but then also gives a lot of really cool information and it's not a plant-based cookbook and they have like a lot of organ meats in there and then also some of those other things you mentioned so that might be a book you enjoy checking out if you're interested in like recipes as well which I know we're not going into like a ton of foods in this and that could be a whole separate podcast yeah but right on I'm glad you mentioned that placenta is just amazing in general we could do a whole podcast on placenta too yeah (laughs) wow 
What were you going to say? Yeah. That's just, yeah, I think that's all I have. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's all I can think of as well. I feel super grateful for you being in my life for like a million reasons. I could do a podcast on Bridget and why she's so <laughs> awesome. But um, yeah, specifically just like being such a herbal healer in these ways. And I think we need that. Like we need, I think we've lost a lot of knowledge around plant medicine. And I'm just so grateful that you came into my life like right at the beginning of pregnancy and have shared so much of it with me. And that like right from the beginning, you're just like, hey, like here's a tea I made for you. And here's this thing and here's this oil and let me massage it on you. And mm-hmm. yeah. 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 It's so cool because the cool things about plant medicine is that it brings the power back into our home and gives us control of our bodies and that's kind of what you were doing from the beginning just yeah so yeah I think herbs are a great way to support yourself and just have your own power throughout your your pregnancy and your birth process and so cool I love that and I feel like like anything else the more that we can feel that power and believe in them and the more we use them the more powerful they become and I definitely feel like I've been uh, nurturing a relationship with herbs mm. that's a cool another cool thing about plants there's so many cool things is that there are allies and there are friends and that you build a relationship with them and yeah that's why I really like foraging local herbs is because you're yeah. like building this connection with your local land and I know not everyone has access to that um, but there are but there are a lot of awesome like nettle groves almost everywhere yeah so that's like one herb that you can find like even in, in dandelion too it's so cool in the front yard it's a weed those two things are both weeds so yeah amazing yeah wow cool i think we nailed it cool so yeah if people want to learn more about you where can they do that yeah they can check me out on my website which is bridgedwellness.com yeah i'll put it down below too yeah and you have an Instagram too. I don't know. Same name. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So we can link that below. And yeah, I'd love to answer any questions. And I love talking about herbs and holistic health and healing and woman's health and all the things. So yeah. Yeah. Sounds so fun. Amazing. Thanks for being down to do a podcast together. Yeah. So it's really fun. This is our first podcast together. We just did our first video together yesterday. So if, yeah, if you're curious more about our intimate relationship outside of our herbal relationship (laughs) you can check it out on the youtube channel that connor and i have which is just under connor and Brittany, and we all share about our relationship there which is really beautiful too um i think that's really it i think that's all i've got yeah okay so cool to be on yeah i'm so glad we got to do it. We've been talking about doing this for a really long time. Yeah, we've been busy with Ilya. Yeah, that's right. Ilya's about... Ilya's two months old today, exactly. Yeah, so crazy. They're so big. It's They're all the minerals. so big. It is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> okay. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.